All right, you all, you need to come and listen to The Sci-Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci-Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So again, this is Axel, The Sci-Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci-Files. Radio.com, Anchor.fm, Stitcher, well, not SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts. I'm going to edit this shit a lot. <laughs> a lot. I'm so excited. So we just got done watching. Possibly. Now we're going to have a lot of spoilers in this episode, so if you don't want any fucking spoilers, don't fucking listen, don't listen to this episode. Uh... Hashtag spoilers, whatever the kids are calling them, I don't know. Fucking, um, but, yeah, there's a lot of fucking spoilers. This has to be one of my favorite Halloweens. Yeah, top three or four. And we're not just saying it because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're shelling for the fucking, for the man. No, we, we're honestly fucking saying this has got to be, even though it eliminates... Possibly One of my favorite fucking Halloween. Three of my favorite movies. Halloween 2, 4, and 5. Because 4 and 5 are fucking creepy as fuck. I mean, they, they're, they're the only two of the series, of the extended original series, that held true to the original formula in part mm-hmm. 1 and 2. The only ones. And they had a little bit more gore. They had a little bit more craziness to it. Michael Myers's mask, instead of being Captain Kirk, looked more like Data. Uh, <laughs> so we're keeping the Star Trek theme. Uh, there's got to be a lot to be said about Daniel Harris. <laughs> um, but yeah, this new one though, uh, 2018, ignores the fact that any of the other Halloweens exist except for the original. Um, that was uh, Deborah Hill and uh, John Carpenter's classic. Classic original, nineteen seventy eight, and fast forward forty around you know, forty fucking years, uh-huh. and here we are, two thousand eighteen. Once again, we have a Halloween movie, and I have to say, David Gordon Green did an awesome job job directing and co writing this movie, along with Dan- oh yeah, like well, along with Danny McBride, Danny McBride did a damn good job. He was one of the 
one of the three writers. He was also an executive producer along with Jamie Lee Curtis and... Uh, John Carpenter. And John Carpenter. And Malika Cod. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I love the fact that they dedicated the movie. To Mustafa Cod. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. I was just... Oh, so classic. Um... By the way, fast forwarding, we just did. Don't wait the end. Yeah, but no. anyways, yeah, we're gonna try not to do that too much. Um, it's a little bit nuts so for us. Well, here. the the credits. I love the beginning credits because you got to see a, a pumpkin go in reverse, which is you know very stimulating to me. And Fuck I couldn't yeah. see who was in the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I like, And the did you notice how fast they were putting up the names? Oh yeah, because they're like bam, 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 bam. There's so many of them, you know. Like, um, just kind of going through the general cast. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays Laurie Strode. Uh, Judy Greer is uh, Karen Strode. Her daughter. Uh, who I love, absolutely love Judy Greer. I don't, I, don't, I can't even overstate it. Um, Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers in the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Jude Courtney, who also plays Michael Myers in this movie. So there's two guys playing Michael Myers. Uh this kind of reminds me of back in the old days when they had like a couple different guys playing Freddy and a couple different guys playing <coughs> Jason, you know, and like I think like what was it, uh, Ken Kirschinger and fucking uh, and Kane Hodder both like trading or something like that. Or no, no, it was Kane being Leatherface in Texas Three, I think. Uh-huh. Uh But just a giant cast of people. Uh, Will Patton. Um, re- I'm not sure if he reprised the role, but the bring they brought back the character Hawkins, who was the man on the scene um, for the original murders, to pick up Michael. Um, and okay, so I've noticed a few things. First off, when they mention the fact that, like in the beginning, the 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 two uh, documentary guys um, podcast. Yeah, they're, they're podcasters. <laughs> Reportive. Your, like investigative journalists, <laughs> I like how she kind of like threw that out there. She was just like, she didn't well, want to sound I wish stupid. I had three thousand dollars to interview people with, you know. Fuck yeah, we don't even have that money. Mm-hmm. If you would like to give us that kind of money, join our Patreon right now. Patreon.com forward slash Ron Corpse Radio starts as a dollar, only a dollar. You can give us as much as you want. Anyway, <laughs> um. There's a few characters introduced at the beginning, um, of course. The two people that are the podcast people are the British mm-hmm. fucks. And then the new doctor. Oh, yeah, the new doctor who Michael, is... Uh, Michael Myers' new, uh, new therapist, his mm-hmm. new doctor dude. Um, I don't remember what his character's name is. It's like Dr. Sarek or something, Dr. Salek. Or, um, his, uh, he's played by a guy named uh, Halleck um, uh, Beligner. I'm oh. just butchering the shit out of his name. Haluk Beligner. Haluk Beligner. It's, it's Turkish. Okay, yeah. I, I am so bad at that. Where's my mom when I need her? Because she actually knows Turkish. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, they have the new doctor. Um, who, yeah, we have to have this old-looking doctor dude. Kind of curmudgeon-y looking old guy. With a fucking accent. Taken over for another curmudgeon old dude who also had an accent. So there we go. Uh so we're we're getting treated to what Michael is doing. You know, these people are trying to get to the bottom of Michael Myers's like murder spree, and they're questioning him, not getting a single peep out of him. He isn't saying shit to him. Uh, it's a, it's that weird courtyard scene that they show in the original trailer for uh, this movie. 
uh, where the floor is all checkered and shit, and everybody's kind of chained to their own little blocks. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is a maximum security thing. Well, you got the two people who are doing the podcast coming in there, like, trying to do a 40 years later type of thing. Yeah. And... Stirring up the shit. <laughs> and the way they speak about it, like, that one stoner kid's like, well, really, five people isn't that much for nowadays, blah, blah, blah. Because you got the shootings who people kill God knows how many yeah, people. Yeah, no shit. But... You can't compare that type of killing to what Michael did. Michael murdered these people, like mutilated these people. Yeah. Compared to a guy who pulled the trigger and just you know, shot some people. Yeah. yeah. The, in, in in today's standards, it's, it's and we're not saying it's that it's not a big deal, but it it is different. And we're not belittling school shootings at all, but it's just it's just the fact that. And Jefferson Hall was one of the podcast people in Rion Reese, who played Dana. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked her. Yeah, she was very attractive. Mm, very, very. And brilliant. she died horribly, and so did he. Oh, I know. They both got killed in the shitter. Well, kind of, we'll lead up to that. Now, I kind of like that. Uh, the fact that um, I don't know what it was about that scene, but Michael didn't say a word, and all the other crazies were just going nuts. Fuck yeah! I don't know if he had like some sonar thing on him. Oh no! They yeah. all saw the mask. Even though he was at the yellow line, putting the mask over the yellow line. <laughs> it's kind of that, um, I guess, maybe maybe it's like the demonstration of Dr. Loomis's uh, um, inc- inclination that Michael Myers is pure evil. And the fact that he's stated that um, numerous times throughout the original series and the original movie. And you know, throughout the movie, that the new doctor kind of, like he had a soft spot for Michael in his heart. Yeah, a little bit. Like, like when he was talking to the podcast people at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And talking about how he's being transferred and it's, he, he, it, he doesn't, it's it's just... A shit fucking... A, it's a shithole where people just go to die. Yeah. And... It's like he's it's like he's more concerned about that. And, we, and you don't even catch that that's a thing for some reason. Like, you don't even think about how impactful that is until later in the movie. But, uh, but yeah, the... Um, the fact that he's kind of, yeah, it's like he's overly concerned about like a, a serial killer, in a sense, a crazed murderer, and now when they get well, to Loomis the, had concern, but different concerns. Oh yeah, more concerns of just keeping him alive. <clears throat> Michael Myers has the devil in him. Ah! Even uh, though the the voice, the 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 recordings they were listening to of Doctor Loomis, yeah, was a good impersonator. Oh, that was an amazing impersonation. Unless those audio reels came from original takes from the original film, which would be cool if they were. Yeah, uh, John Carpenter still had me like, I still hold on to these, bro. <laughs> we got all the recording sessions. <laughs> uh, unless they're original recordings from like different takes from the original movie, I mean, they were that was a really good impersonation. I love how the, the tapes kind of fuck up towards the end. Too. And like they, I love how they didn't show Halloween until they kind of got that premise going with the podcast people. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, Halloween. And then it shows them pulling up to... Laurie Strode's house. Laurie Strode's prison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, dude, it was a gated fucking shit fucking... Yeah, it's... Push-button gate that she only let certain people in, I guess. Heavily fucking guarded. Heavily guarded. And they came in and they paid her $3,000 just to talk to her and she said yes to it. Probably probably six minutes, too. (laughs) And, yeah... She didn't give them any time, really, and I think... And the more, way they, like... I'm sorry, they were just, like... I think they were a little fucking disrespectful when it came to the approach of how they were questioning her, because she doesn't take any of the events lightly. No. 
like she does at all. And they're like with era nowadays, they're taking it so lightly. It's yeah, no big deal. You know, all these people died. What's your experience? What's your story? Can't my, you get over it? Yeah, my story. Fuck you, my story. I watched a bunch of fucking people die in my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I had to run for my life and almost died like a good five times. Mm-hmm. Like there's a couple times in this movie, like yeah. But we'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, she's she's like basically get the fuck out to the podcast people. Thanks mm-hmm. for the three thousand bucks. But they were very just you just rude kind of. Yeah. Like I hope to never be like that when interviewing somebody. Yeah, um, no shit. We, we try to be as cordial as we can. We would be like, "Oh my God, Laurie Strode, ah! <laughs> taste your pussy." Oh, let me taste your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> But I probably would too. And then, of course, they they bring in her daughter and her granddaughter and her husband. Yeah, and um, at their home, and of course the the husband father, dorky dude. <laughs> yeah, um, doesn't even say what his character's name was. Uh, mm-hmm. Toby Huss played him, and um, and of course like Andy uh, Medicak. Jesus Christ, this girl. Oh, the the granddaughter? Dude, yeah. She, she is woo attractive. <laughs> she is definitely a strode. No, no. Well, they have the scene with her because she's like, are you asking, because there's this whole conversation, are you asking grandma to come see us for the dinner for her academic achievement award or whatever? Yeah. And her mother, of course, lies to her and she gets mad. So, of course, they have to go to the classic walk down the house scenes during, uh, in Haddonfield during yeah. the fall, which was, I love that look. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> and I wonder if they... With her could, best friend, Vicky, who's played by, uh, who's that blonde chick? Oh, um, yeah, Vicky was uh, Virginia Gardner. And her stoner boyfriend, <laughs> who was Miles Robbins, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave's <laughs> not here, man. And of course, he was a stoner. Fuck yeah, he and was a stoner. And blew up a pumpkin. <laughs> he was us. As a millennial. <laughs> As a millennial. <laughs> That's us. And uh, they're walking down the road, and she was mad because her mother lied to her. Knew she didn't ask the grandmother because she asked herself. And mm-hmm. She had the gumption and, the fucking... And that's when the stoner boyfriend, Dave, was like, well, five deaths really isn't that big of a deal for nowadays, blah, 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 blah. Nope. And she's like, fucking really, dude? Like... That's my family's The legacy. Vicky girl had to tell her boyfriend to shut the fuck up. He's yeah. like, yeah, shut up, Dave. <laughs> Dave, you're dumb. <laughs> Uh, but and then it breaks to you know, um, God, what else happens after that? Um, that's when uh, that's around the time you start seeing like the stuff within class, you know, because she's dealing with stuff at school, and then she sees her grandma outside doing the creepy Michael Myers shit. That oh Michael yeah, that's Myers right. She got to do the creepy Michael Myers shit in this movie. That was so fucking great. Yeah, she's like standing outside looking at her through the earth, you know, through from the outside through the window. And, and gives her that 3000 bucks she got and told her to tell her mom or not. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like, yeah, go to Mexico. <laughs> like, be happy. Do some shit with this shit. Oh, and, and the mother talking about her childhood. Oh, God. The way she raised her survival. Now, I can see... Okay, so I can see from her mom's point of view how growing up with basically fucking um, Sarah Connor... Is like completely ruining her life, you know, like as a person. Mm-hmm. I can see that because you can see like John Connor growing up to be that guy. Until and she mentioned the, the basement, fan. which was yeah. one of her nightmares of life. 
Yeah, because, like, she had this, like, weird, um, she basically had to do all this weird survivalist shit, learn how to make traps, and... Uh, get really good at shooting, and... It almost looked like when Lori was doing gun practice, when they were doing the flashback, mm-hmm. it looked like there was a little kid running out there amongst the dummies. Like, she was shooting at her own kid or something. <laughs> no, it showed what the kid lived in, and their mother was shooting and teaching her how to shoot, and... Yeah. Teaching her survival, and, you know... How to hit your target. Yeah. You kind of want to hit your target when it's Michael fucking Myers, okay? She's pretty fucking good at it, too. Pretty accurate, I have to say. And, uh, yeah, it's... And they delve into that, but then they go to, of course, Michael getting transferred. Oh, yeah. And the doctor, of course, is a little bit too still hands-on, even though... Yeah, he wants to ride along. He wants to go... Yeah, he's like, he is my patient until I hand him off to the next person... And, of course, it goes to the kid and the father driving down the road. And the kid's like, I don't want to hunt anymore. I want to dance, Dad. <laughs> now, now, while uh, the the bus is actually pulling out of Smith's Grove. Oh, yeah, when the bus uh, is pulling out. Lori's, like, outside in her truck. Watching. Drinking, wanting to fucking kill him. And she she's just watching, you know. It's like, I'm surprised she's she wasn't the first one to run into the fucking shit further down the road. No, she let it go and then went to that family get-together. Yeah. And made an ass out of herself. Pretty much, yeah. yeah but got, then, yeah, they did the family get-together and then the crash happened with the kid and the father. Oh, God, that was fucking great. Oh, I love <laughs> All the crazies just walking out in the fucking thing. The bus has crashed. This fucking father-son. This kid, all he wants to do is dance. That's all he wants to do. I just want to dance. dance. I just want, that's my that's my jam, Dad. That's what I do. That's my thing. Um, they fucking they pull over and they just see all the crazies everywhere. And of course, the dad. Stay right here, son. I'm gonna go check it out. And get you out of his car. And he fucking goes walking around. Oh, if you don't have a cell phone, to go nine one one, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the first thing I think. Mm-hmm. He has I, a kid do it who doesn't know the road. Fuck no, he doesn't. <laughs> And he doesn't even want to be out there. He's just like, I want to dance. I want to go home. I want to be gay. Um, but yeah, here the kid is. He's like all freaked out. He doesn't see his dad. When he calls out for his dad, doesn't hear him. Hear some sounds. Some shit is There were some down. sounds. There were some sounds. And he's hearing some shit. And, and he goes next to a cop and he kind of hits him. And the cop's like, gets up. And all the cop says is run. Yep. I'm like, oh, if a cop tells you to run, run, motherfucker. Yeah, and the fact that the kid was kind of smart. He did go back to the truck. He did try to fucking leave. Yeah, but no, he left the truck with the door open. I know. <laughs> and the key's inside. And that was the other thing, too. Why did Michael wait for the... I'm surprised... Okay, so in previous movies, right, where the car gets left with the keys in it, Michael usually just got in the car and took off. Mm-hmm. Oh no! He waited for that kid to go back into the car and fucking killed his ass. <laughs> no shit. The that f- was that was. I didn't think he was gonna kill that kid, but I was like, "Fuck it, he killed the kid." And the fucking audience fucking hated it too. Did you hear them? Yeah. Oh, they were just moaning about that shit. They did not like it, and because um, you know, because the kid was seemingly what like twelve years old, maybe. Yeah, maybe twelve or thirteen. Yeah, it's like he was definitely middle school age. <laughs> like his voice was just starting to change. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nothing's gonna His change. His balls hadn't now. even dropped yet, and Michael's like, "You're done." <laughs> yep, you were holding a gun. I don't like you. <laughs> He's all self-defense, and he kills the kid, of course. And uh, this is still October thirtieth. Yep. So um, this is the night of October thirtieth, 
And then, of course, you know, a classic Halloween. It's all October 31st. And, and he gets... <laughs> so Michael gets to Haddonfield. Now... He's still wearing his fucking. Um, he's still wearing the white guard. He's following the podcast people because they is. were at the gravesite where they did that beautiful gravesite scene. Yep, they for Judith's. Yeah, uh, that, for his sister. Yeah, that was and another was, callback. Yeah, and he was standing right next to the tree in the white suit, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, "What's guy in the white suit doing over there?" <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, white suit, mental patient. Don't you fucking know this shit? You never seen a fucking movie? Fucking. <laughs> he's stalking. He's just. He's just. Of course, you can't see his face because the branch is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> He's vetting his prey. That camera's just enough. He doesn't out have of the focus. mask because the fucking podcast people have it in the back of their car. He's got to get his fucking mask, dude. Foreshadowing people. He knew they had it. He he knew they had it. He pulled it out right in front of him. He wasn't he even followed looking. him from the from the cemetery to the gas station. Yeah. And uh, there one guy the the one older the British fella is getting gas. The girl goes and uses the loo. <laughs> oh, the loo. Oh. For you Americans, that's a bathroom. Um, and as she's asking for the loo, you see in the background of Michael punching the shit out of somebody on the ground. I, know. I didn't realize he was... No, he wasn't punching him. He was taking a sledgehammer to him. Fuck yeah. And that's how he took out all his teeth. He was procuring... Procuring a jumpsuit. Yeah, he exactly. Needed, he, needed new, he needed new clothes. And, of course, the girl goes into the loo, has to use the third stall over because the other two were just too disgusting. And then, Except when you're being ran after and you're crawling through them. <laughs> now, around this time, this is when her partner decides he wants to go and he's like, what's taking so long? What the fuck? No, he and, hears her scream. Oh, oh, that's right. And um, so he goes back into the thing. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he didn't hear her scream yet. He walked in to pay. Yeah, he walked in to pay. And the thing is, is the guy the at the register... His jaw, his face was all caved into the desk, mm-hmm. and then he looked over, and that's when he noticed the gas station, uh, like the mechanic, dead mm-hmm. uh, in a pool of his own blood next to the sledgehammer. And, and then he hears his girl, the the, the other girl podcast scream. girl, a journalist, scream. And this is around the time he starts dropping teeth. What the fuck? Yeah, this is when he's dropping teeth. But what is his problem with slamming people's faces into shit in this fucking movie? <laughs> no, he's really into <laughs> like fuck. in the corners of shit. Dude. He's re- he's really use he's using the environment to his advantage. Oh, dude, he like is... he was slamming that one guy's head in the top of the the fucking urinal door yeah. right into the corner. You know what this scene reminds me of too? This is to me this is another callback to a completely different movie. Um, this scene where he kills these two. Reminds me of the scene in the gas station um, stall bathroom at the truck stop in Rob Zombie's Halloween, Mm -hmm. where he's fighting Ken Forey. And that's what the scene kind of reminds me of. The setting, not the fight. No, not the fight. The the physicality in that scene with Tyler Mayne and fucking Ed Forey was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. The physicality in this scene was kind of one-sided. Oh, yeah. It was straight up. Oh. Ken probably could have took him if he had to just try it a little harder. <laughs> but this dude, oh, these guys got fucking He starts fucking getting the girl, the guy comes out. in, he's just starting his head slammed into the urinal doors and the fucking concrete. Yeah. And, and he, he is so fucked up when he's strangling her, he can't even do anything. And, and the other thing is, too, is that he came into the scene with a fucking crowbar, hits Michael Myers in the face, and doesn't phase him. Oh, yeah, and she has the crowbar and just curls into a ball. I know, she doesn't know what to do. She's like, you know, it's like, sorry, you're gonna die. It's like, and then after that, he starts going. It after that, it goes. They go to the the police show up and they see the crime scene, and then instantly, 
it's fucking nighttime, which I didn't like. I, no. I would have had a little bit. I would have liked to have a little bit more build up through the day to the night. Yeah, because a lot of times, uh, especially during Halloween, kids are really going trick or treating right before sunset. So it's usually around midnight or, or mid, not midnight, but you know, like well, no, about four thirty, five o'clock usually. Yeah. You know, and that's like the safest time to take kids out, especially in today's era. Because, like, hardly anymore, you hardly ever see kids out there. That many kids out that dark at night. Now, I will say this. Michael also got another fun thing that I, um, from, you know, from the back, you know, the backseat of that trunk was his mask. That's Michael's version of trunk or treat. Yeah. Because that's what all the kids are doing now is the safe, you know, trick-or-treating in people's trunks, Mm -hmm. which to me seems kind of creepy. Kind of seems like the kind of place you would buy, like, used watches and shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, this is our caged monkey. You and the buy scene they, they had him put on the mask was just gorgeous. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he just uh, gets, It was just gorgeous. Slips it on. And I love the way the mask looked. Yeah. Loved it. Completely beat up. Still looks like the old mask. Still. And I think it is the old mask. Or a replica of the old mask, but just more modernized, more fucked up looking. Because that's the... I, I want to think when they when he puts on the mask, that's Nick Castle. Because when you see Michael from that point of the movie on, it's classic Michael Myers. The classic motions, classic movements, classic everything. Because I think the other Michael Myerses, especially the ones from like 4, 5, and 6, they kind of tend to play Michael Myers more like Kane Hodder would play Jason. More vicious, more not so tactical, you know, not so not so calm, you know, not so like fucking the ebb and flow. Uh-huh. Like... The, Nick Castle's way of Michael Myers is so, like, you know, that's what made the original creepy. Like, super duper creepy. And I always thought the guy from the original Halloween 2 did a good job, too. But this is a good follow-up, I mean, so far. Oh, yeah, it was... I loved it. I, I actually loved it. It was... Mm-hmm. And then, that so, was the best horror movie I've seen this year. So we're going to flash forward. Lori's trying to warn the family. Nobody fucking listens. Nobody listens. Nope. I mean, she even just kind of snuck into the house and like, hey, look, you don't have security. What the fuck are you doing? Boom, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. (laughs) I was like, she just kind of magically appears and she's got a gun and everything. And the husband's like, I can protect my own house. You can't fucking protect shit, dipshit. Tries to hand him a gun. They wouldn't have it. No. But then as the day day goes on, it kind of like, they, they realize Michael Myers is the fuck out. Yeah, because, like, you get a lot of the shots where the cops are basically showing up at scenes uh, where Michael had been. And, you know, that first scene where, you know, where they um, discover the bodies and shit, um, where the car, you know, where the original bus crashed. Oh, then, where uh, New Man's uh, What's-His-Face is on there with the cowboy hat? Yep. Yeah, he looks just like Keith David. Omar, da- Omar Dorsey, Sheriff Barker? Yeah, that motherfucker... Looked exactly to me. It would in the get up and everything. He looks like Keith David. Childs. I mean, Childs. <laughs> but when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, the cowboy from five, uh, f- uh, five and six. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been him too, because he was mysterious and dark. Mm-hmm. What's darker than a black dude? I mean, <laughs> he's pretty dark, man. Yeah, he's 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 very he's almost purple. Yeah. <laughs> Precious purple. Precious purple. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was great. I wanted more of him in the movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, you know, maybe he could have helped take him out, you know, like maybe 
maybe he was, or just watching Michael get in a fight with him. That would have been fun. Oh, yeah. Um, almost like they're setting up his character to be in a sequel. We'll get into that later. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, with all the other uh, crime scenes that keep happening, Michael is now in Haddonfield. He walks into the scene. Kids are walking around. It's dark. And they... It, and they bump into him, and surprisingly, I think those little millennials apologized. Fuck um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they saw him. He's like fucking... Hey, creepy looking motherfucker. Like, oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> we got to see this scene... This was like one of the first things that got released after the first teaser trailer got released. Um, I remember seeing this video on Facebook Live um, when when the Halloween page and the you know everybody else started sharing it. Eventually, uh, this was like one of the first things they posted, just to kind of get people into it. And it's this one camera steady shot where Michael stops the kids, tracks back. Walks up this fucking house walkway, goes straight to to the garage, grabs a hammer, mm-hmm. walks into the house. All while, one fucking. All, all this woman's like fucking making dinner and shit, and then right when they're out of the camera shot, just beats her to death with the fucking hammer. Because mm-hmm. she had just put down the fucking mm-hmm. the butcher knife. Yep, and then he walks back towards the kitchen entry where you see him first go in. Grabs the fucking knife and then comes out and then continues to kind of do his Walk hunt. through the house towards the screaming baby, which I thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, like, he just killed the kid. Is he gonna kill a baby now? I know, and you can hear everybody in the fucking crag and all freaked out about that. Like, oh no, he's not gonna kill a baby. And of course, me and Stava are laughing our ass off because we're just like, yeah, kill the baby. Because <laughs> um, that's what you want to do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he left the baby alone. I mean, he kind of figures the baby's fucked. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah sorry, you can die anyways. <laughs> yeah, I just left you here motherless. <laughs> sorry, bro. And, uh, yeah, he takes off out of the house, and and I like, okay, he just so... just walks to the next house, basically. Yeah, so notice Michael in this movie is practicing good trick-or-treating. So, he's... One house to the next. He's going to the from, next. He's going from one house to the next. He's being safe. <laughs> you know? Like, dude, he is just murdering the... Like, he murders the block, shit out of him probably a fucking half a block. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like... I remember, I mean, that second kill that he gets as soon as he gets to Haddonfield. Like, and that's probably, what, kill nine mm-hmm. by now? Like, eight or nine? It's like he's already up body count quite a bit from the original. And he, like, walks he in... He's already killed more people by the time it got dark than he did in the entire first movie. Yeah. And I like how he, like, you know, he's kind of out of the shot. And you see this, like, woman getting ready to, like, close up her window and stuff. It's it's a panoramic view of her front window. Yeah. And you see him walk around the side as she walks towards her front window. Mm -hmm. And you see him come behind her in her house. (laughs) And then just fucking put the fucking blade right through her fucking throat. Through the back. Comes out the front. And it was right after he he fucking bangs her head against the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And then stabs her right in the neck. And it's like, uh. (laughs) You're just like... Holy shit, because, like, the viciousness. Like, this movie already fucking doubled the viciousness of any of the older Halloween films. Oh, yeah. Um, just in the way the the actions are in this flick. Um, I mean, it, it's still not going to match the intensity that Tyler Mayne brought to the character. But, because Tyler basically upped the ante when it came to Michael Myers. Kind of like... Um, you know how like Kane Hodder up the air up the ante when it came to Jason. You know every guy that kind came after Kane had to live up to the fucking that. So 
Um, so with Michael Myers, uh, you know, here in town, he's just killing, killing away, trying to take them all down. And, and then we go to the, I think it's, I think we go to the school scene next and the kids are all partying up and Lori's granddaughter, um, she's kind of, you know, she's there with her date and they're, you know, they just got done doing the fucking costume contest. They're Bonnie and Clyde. She's dressed as Clyde. He's, he's dressed as Bonnie like a gay little bitch and <laughs> she has to walk out of the party for a second and talk to her friend who's babysitting and couldn't make it yeah and, and then you get that you get that scene there right after that and I mean Vicky we didn't get to see too much of Vicky in this movie but Vicky's pretty fucking hot and I think she did a good job in the role she had I actually really like she liked, made herself likable yeah so you felt sorry for her when she died. And I like that kid, too. And I want to say that that was the same house. You, you remember the, the, the couple that was leaving in the car? Like the black, the mm -hmm. black couple that left in the car? Yeah. I want to think that was, was their going house. down, killing half a block. Yeah, yeah I want to mm -hmm. think that was their house. Mm-hmm. Was it? Because yeah. I mean, the fact that she looked right at him and just got in the car like she was like oh fuck you know like look, look at that guy he looks scary as fuck mm -hmm. um what was his deal i mean you, you gotta wonder if that was you know that was that he was just leading up to that and the thing that got me about that scene was he kind of waited you know he waited for his moment he was hiding in the kids' There were closet. so many moments you thought the boyfriend was dead when he was outside smoking a joint. Oh, he, yeah. When he was in the garage on the bike that he tipped over. I, I will give the movie a lot of credit for this, especially this block of scene. I was getting a little anxious waiting for what what's going to happen. Where's he going to get him? Yeah. Where's he going to get him? I actually, I thought the suspense buildup in this particular scene was really fucking good and really intense. Like when he comes up, when the black kid comes down, when the boyfriend shows up. And he's like, the boogeyman's up there. He's like, she's like, I'll go check it out. And he's like, no, no, you will not. <laughs> Have him go. <laughs> he can go. Let him go. I like how bloody disgusting. Okay, so I read this article today. Bloody disgusting, basically. So they want to make, they want hit that kid's character to have his own spinoff movie. <laughs> like, that kid was fucking great. Give him his own spinoff. <laughs> He was pretty funny. I, I don't know if I would give him his own spinoff, but I'd probably put him in another. Oh, yeah, like when he come running down when the girl was getting murdered and the boyfriend came in. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't want any part like, of that dude, shit. Dude, I'm out, but dude, fucking, you, you just go. Yeah. Run. And he, of course, he grabs the biggest, baddest knife and gets put through a fucking wall. He gets okay, stuck he to does. a wall with it. He was and he, a little and he had the 10, 8, 10, 18, 31 tattooed on his arm. Yeah, he was a little too late on that one, I think. Because, um, like, his poor girlfriend got fucking killed before he even got upstairs. No, she got fucking stabbed like a motherfucker. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the... Somebody called the police. I think it was that little black kid. I'm not sure. Probably, yeah. He's probably the one that called. He's like, all right. Yeah. He's like, should I? I'm black. I don't know. <laughs> I am a kid, so we should be okay. I'm going to take my chances. <laughs> get shot or get stabbed. I don't want to get stabbed. And, of course, at this time, Lori Strode is in her truck searching all over Haddonfield for Fuck Michael. yeah, she is. I mean, she's got a CB. She is locked onto the fucking, uh, to the police, uh, to the and then when radio. the police are called to this place, she flips a bitch, is there. Fuck yeah, she Pulls does. out her gun, because the cop had pulled up, her and the cop pulled up about the same time to the house. Mm -hmm. And the cop is in the house, 
pulls the blanket off the girl, even though I thought it was going to be the boyfriend, but it yeah. was the girl. And it was, uh, and, yeah, he, he, then, she was uh, dressed up as the ghost. And, and then she looks over two windows over. She sees the cop in the window in the room. She looks two windows over. She sees Michael. And you could tell that it's a mirror. Yeah. And she shoots the mirror. <clears throat> And then, then he starts to kind of go. And then Michael kind of runs past the cop, and the cop tries to get him, and she wings him. Fuck yeah, she does. Like as soon she waits, as soon as he gets outside, he's walking around the house, and he's doing the. And, and okay, I'll say this too: the camera work in this movie was really good, very John Carpenter esque. Very. A lot of fucking his steady cam panoramic fucking views and shit. Um, the fact I love the I always love those from the you know from the the original film and just any of his movies you look at any of his old well old the panorama flicks. on the cop get out of the car and oh, yeah. walking around the car to the house and yeah walking up to the house it's just the little things too. yeah all the subtleties and you know she sees Michael right downstairs and she just clips him right in the fucking head dude she shoots him and it gets him right in the side of the head you can see the impact mm-hmm. and but he still gets away <laughs> I thought she clipped him in the shoulder I, I couldn't tell. Like it was one I of, think it was, it was one the shoulder. But yeah, she she got him good, and he fucking he bounced out of there. He's like, "Fucking see ya, I'm gonna go hide." Peace, I'm out, bitch. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you later. Don't worry about it. Um, and then of course, this is the police catch on and start you know helping Jamie Lee Curtis out, and she has to go get her kid, who doesn't believe in any of this shit and thinks her mom's just fucking batshit crazy. But the fact that she shows up with the cops kind of validates all the crazy. Oh yeah, she's yeah. like, dude, get your shit and get the fuck out. Where's your daughter? Yeah. And then and she's like, "Where's your daughter?" <laughs> and they are freaking because they try getting a hold of. Uh, they try getting a hold of Allison. She was she she was non reachable because her douchebag boyfriend threw her fucking shit, in the fucking in some weird pudding bowl or something. Mm. It wasn't even punch. It was like some weird frothy pudding. And the one dude I wanted to see die didn't. Was that douchebag there? Yeah. That was kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. There's certain and then, people like, just when go. the cops are at the house, she's trying to walk home with his best friend who's trying to make a move on her. Yeah, that fucking dork. Yeah, you're going to get her. No. No. I Not mean, in high school. Maybe years later. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe years later. Mm-hmm. In high school, they're still a little stuck on it. So, <laughs> and, and don't get us wrong, this girl was really hot, so she has all the rights to be stuck up. And... And she wasn't, though. No, she wasn't. She was just like... But the thing is, she just got fucking shit, shit on by her boyfriend at the party. Mm. And that's the last thing she wants, is some, some other dude making a move on her, you know? And I mean... And then, of course, she ditches him in that backyard with the fucking motion lights or whatever. Yeah, and then... Michael, well, Michael behold, slowly creeps up. Like, not really slowly. He's like, bam, bam, there. Yep. <laughs> it kind of reminds... he murdered that kid. That scene actually reminds me of the Weeping Angels characters from uh, Doctor Who, where when you close, every time you blink, they end up getting closer and closer and closer until they're like right up in your face, and then you die, and then you get transported to another place. Well, in this case, Michael Myers kept getting closer and closer, and then he tries to stab him. <laughs> Fucking, he got him. He sliced him. Across yeah, the he arm. sliced him across the arm. Yeah. And the little chub kid could run, but he couldn't hop a fence. Oh, no, he couldn't. <laughs> and he couldn't hop the fence to the point where as soon as he got stabbed, his fucking face got impaled at, in the top of that fucking fence. Because it was one of those fences that had, like, that has, like, the points on the top and shit, you know? You know, like, I, I understand the guy just made out of you, but the guy was screaming for oh, his yeah, life. he was screaming. Like, I didn't think much of him in, uh, as an actor until he fucking started going off, man. Mm-hmm. He's like... <laughs> 
because he was like, fuck it, he didn't want to die at all. And, and of course, she sees Uncle Myers. Okay, yeah, she does. Great yeah. Uncle Myers. Uh, great Uncle Mikey Myers. Um, Little Mikey Myers. And uh, she, of course, uh, <laughs> takes off running. Yeah, because she gets And the family's sick. freaking out because they can't find her. And, of course, Michael... And she's doing everything she can to get into people's mm-hmm. houses. She's, like, fucking banging on the windows. Yeah, she finally does, and the cops get her. And uh, and the cop, the one cop that... Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think what was his name? Hawkins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him, he had the, the, the doctor Michael's with doctor him. with him. My now, guy. this is where you realize that Michael's doctor love, his love for Michael was for a reason. Yeah, it was. Because the cop runs over Michael and is about to kill him with with the the granddaughter in the back seat, mm-hmm. and he hits him, and the doctor freaks out. He was he's uh, property of the state. Like, give me a fucking break. He's property of my next bullet. Okay. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, we're not gonna let this fucking guy live. Yeah. Like, that's just fucking. Well, because the backstory on this guy, he was the cop who let who helped arrest Michael and didn't let Doctor Loomis kill him no. at the end of the first one, and. He was the arresting officer. And for some reason, the doctor knew that. We didn't catch on to that. The doctor knew too much. And, of course, the cop is about to shoot Michael Myers after he hit him. And the doctor fucking kills the cop. That was, like, the most unexpected fucking thing I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I know. And it's like, I mean, he pulls out this, like, crazy fucking, like, hook knife thing. Stabs the cop in the fucking jugular. And... And he just wanted to know what it was like. So this, so this is what it's like. Oh, it's so exciting. He's just like so fucking floored by it. So floored that he takes off Michael Myers' mask. And all the, the, all the while, Allison is in the back of the fucking uh, squad truck. Freaking out. She can't get out. Because there's, you, you, you can't. It's a squad car. Can't yeah, get you, out. yeah, you can't get out. So um, she's freaking out, and he's like, he's got the fucking mask on and shit, and he's all going, you know, and he's dragging Michael's body back to the fucking truck. Throws it in the back with With her. her. (laughs) He's like, here, family reunion. (laughs) Oh, that was so great. And And then then throws the mask to the side and and in the back with them, and he talks about how he he wants to know more about Michael. He wants to know the feeling of how he feels when it kills, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's just obsessed. And then he's like, I've never even heard him speak. And, of course, the girl's really smart. And she was like, yeah, I've heard, I've heard him speak. He talked to me. He said one thing. He said a word. Yeah, pull over. I'll tell you. It's like, I'll fucking tell you what it yeah, is. Like, she was, it's like, and they're really, was, and they're really smart. Clo- yeah, and they're really close. At that point, they are really, really close. Like, he, she's in the back seat with Uncle Myers, and he is waking the fuck up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this bitch is dead. But then Mike sees that motherfucker that had him chained up for God knows how many motherfucking years and pushes over that grate, that, that the grating that separates the fucking front prisoner from the, from the from the officer. Pushes he it all push, the way forward. Pushes it over like it's fucking nothing. Fuck yeah, just to push him and, and... And basically squishes the doctor to death with the grate. Yeah. And then drags him out of the car and she's smart enough to get the fuck out and she doesn't run towards the other cop car. Which she should have. Which she should have. She ran towards the fucking woods like fucking any victim but in Texas. To say, like, well, here's the thing. She was knew she was near her grandmother's house. Yeah. She might have known the woods a little bit. That was, Maybe. That was that's what I thought of when she ran into the woods. But She's like, okay, such, this is by her grandmother's house. But it took she might know the woods. Such a long time to get there, though. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, especially she kept tripping and finding shit, and then, then she ended well, up... Well, it was dark. Who's to say she lost herself a little bit? Then she ended up stumbling into that fucking... But the thing that made me think that she didn't know where she was when she came onto the mannequins. Yeah. She started she, screaming like she was something scary. Yeah, she didn't know what the fuck was going on with those mannequins. But the the fact that when, when the doctor gets pulled out of the car, and he's, like, laying on the ground and shit, and he's like... One last time, say something, say something. Michael just fucking gives him a nice fucking head squish. <laughs> oh, dude, just crushes his fucking skull. In. And the two cops come over there all, sir, sir, you okay? <laughs> and then the two cops get killed, of course. Oh. And during this whole time, the uh, Lori Strode has her daughter, her husband at her house. Yeah. And the husband is seeing kind of like his wife's childhood and what she kind of grew up with because she has that underground um kind of bunker in a sense uh, yeah like a survival, like, it's like a survivalist bunker yeah underneath like, like a hydraulic kitchen uh counter that moves so they can yeah. go downstairs and it's like she's been building this shit for years she like Gloria Stewart have been working on this house for years yeah she's got all sorts of guns defense systems and all oh, sorts God. of things and at first, you think that that underground bunker, whatever it is, is like kind of like a, it's almost like her prison in a sense. Yeah. But it's more or less, it's more or less just a. It, you end up finding out it's just a trap. Yeah, it's a trap her, for Michael. Her, her whole fucking house is booby trapped. Yeah. And so. After, um, right before, uh, and then the, like right before Allison shows up at the house. Well, um, no, you got couple, the cop, the cop yeah, car, the cop pulls, car up, pulls up and, and the husband goes like, Hey, officers, blah, 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 blah. Opens Remember the, the door. Jack-o-lantern? <laughs> <laughs> jack-o-lantern? He turned a dude into a jack-o-lantern, took his eyes out, had the flashlight sticking up through his neck and shining through his face. It was fucking amazing. That was, I think, I bet that was all Danny McBride. Right <laughs> that was all Danny McBride, right? He was there. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stick this thing around a fucking guy's neck and I'm going to turn him into a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> turn him into a jack-o'-lantern. It's be fucking awesome. People are going to scream. And like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and, of course, the husband goes out, sees that, backs up, Michael's behind him, and then chokes him with, like, a fucking, uh, some ornament that hung off the house, dude. It's like a little chain thing. And yeah, like a like jingle bell chain thing, kind of. Yeah, and fucking murdered him with that. <laughs> And the fact that I mean, and, and then I, later on folded him into a closet. No, <laughs> the nicest guy gets the worst shit. Oh, it but anyway, yeah. uh, so Michael's I, out front. Yeah, and, and around this time, Jamie like, Lee Curtis hears the shit out front. Yeah, goes to the front door, sees Michael. All of a sudden, he's not there. She locks the fucking front door while holding the shotgun. Tells Karen to go downstairs. Yeah, tells Karen to go downstairs, and she goes downstairs, hides. Moves the hydraulic thing. Got, got moved like 10 or 15 times. I know. They, they kept going in and out of that thing. Like, like dude, just stay down there. <laughs> no, just wait. And, of course, she's looking for Michael, and she makes this badass door, but doesn't realize there's some glass. I know. I was waiting for that scene to pop up. I thought it was going to... I thought that she was going to have an encounter with him when they were still in Haddonfield. Not when they're out in the sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't expect that. Like, I almost thought, well, uh, there's a scene they didn't show in the movie. And sure enough, yeah, she gets... Like, he, he's getting to the point, like, when he grabs her from both sides. 
Like he could. I thought just... he was gonna grab her fuck. He had a part yeah. of her mouth, he... and I thought he was just gonna rip away. Yeah, he he could have just killed her right there, but luckily she was able to blow his hand off and she yeah, blow like what two fingers yeah, off? Yeah, a couple fingers. I can't and... remember if it was these two fingers or these two fingers, but she blew his ass off and he backed up like a motherfucker. Hey, he's like, ow. <laughs> He still didn't make any sound. The only thing he was, uh, I think, the, with two fingers missing, still gets through the door. Yeah, that's resilient. Starts bleeding right everywhere, walking over the houses. They're under, and she shoots through the floor, so she lets him know where they are, or he lets she lets him know where they are. Yeah, and all it's all kind of a ploy, really. And then she gets upstairs and she starts surveying through the house. Now. What did fucking um? What did Aaron say about like the upstairs scene when she's like? Well, the gun that she had when she shot off his fingers, yeah, was the gun she should have been using that's shorter, yeah, and doesn't have to go out like this so much when you're checking rooms. Yeah, yeah. She grabs some other gun. She was a big old shotgun with (laughs) yeah, and she was like carrying this fucking thing going room to room. All the guy has to do is be on the side when she brings the barrel in, and he just has to go. Yeah, she was just going room to room, making sure that he wasn't in there, you know, just kind of check on. And for every room that she actually cleared, she hit that, some button, and it, like, basically dropped. Slammed down this hydraulic, like, fucking door. Yeah, it's like it said, you know, it's like just, it, so it, The house was a trap. Yeah. Everywhere was a trap. The only place, though, that he could have got out was the last room with the mannequins, because there was a window door. Mm-hmm. Because she ended up going out of well, it. Well, no, the first door, the first room she checked had two windows on the side. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. That, that I don't know if she had something that came down on those, but I don't know. But I know when she. But in the final room where she's like, you think he's in the closet? Classic, like she was in the yeah. first one. And you think he's in the closet? You yeah. think he's in the closet? He's not. And then she checks the other room. She, you think he's in the closet? You think he's in the closet? And it's the father wrapped. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's the father, like, wrapped into this cupboard. I know. He's, like, just stuffed in there and shit. And he's, like... And you saw, like, little drips of blood, so you figured it was him. And then all of a sudden, it's the other dude. And he was just hiding behind a couple mannequins, comes and gets her. Yeah. Fucking fucks her up a little bit, throws her off the top, or throws her off the balcony. Yeah. And he stabs her in the fucking back a little bit. I think yeah. I lower back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, tosses her out of the house. And then you got another call back. No, because she he hears screams. Yep, from downstairs. Looks yeah. back a little, then looks down, and she's gone like Michael Myers was in the original, the original. which was fucking beautiful. And you notice that they didn't even draw. They didn't even say anything about that from the original movie, because you remember Hawkins was there to apprehend Myers and keep Loomis from killing him, mm-hmm. right? So that means he wouldn't have moved. So they're just ignoring the fact that he disappeared at the end of the first movie. Yeah. They just ignored that, which kind of makes me mad. Um, this is why they should have never ignored the fact that 2 existed. Because yeah. 2, even if what they said, because they brought up the thing about the sister. They mentioned that only in part 2. So, and H2O and all the other movies. But uh, <laughs> So why would they even bring that up? You know, why would that even come up in the early on in the movie? That's that, that was the thing that was kind of weird to me. They probably didn't need to call attention to that if they were going to dismiss the fact that he disappeared from the original movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's just nitpicking. Like, little shit. Like Aaron, just a little like shit. Aaron said. Yeah, just like the military stuff. nitpicking, you know. Yeah, it's like, no, she would have It's still a great movie, gone. but of course you're going to nitpick no matter what movie it is. Yeah. And, and, um, 
And then the movie uh, starts to tie up. Um, Allison ends up getting into the house. Uh, Lori's outside. You know where the fuck she is. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael ends up, or she, uh, Kate, or yeah, Kate. God, I'm already forgetting the daughter's name. Caitlin or Katie? Karen. Karen Strong. Uh, yeah, Karen gets uh, Allison downstairs into the bunker, closes the door. Michael figures out where they are because he's looking around. He's like, "Where the fuck they go?" Uh huh. It's like they're around here fucking somewhere. I know they are. They shot at me from the ground. They got to be below. Me. He's obviously not autistic. Otherwise, he would have found the remote control and hit the button. So, <laughs> so <laughs> call back to our last episode. Uh-huh. Um, call back to our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Autistic Predator. Autistic Predator. That's what I should have called that episode. I'm sorry. But, uh... He starts ripping that fucking... I'm gonna rename it. Sliding hydraulic fucking uh, kitchen counter. Yeah. He starts ripping, ripping it, it up. and Oh, dude. Man, he was... He needs to be on the demo crew for any of those House Hunter shows. <laughs> like, they need Michael Myers in there just destroying the, the house. Hydraulic. Fuck yeah. It was, it's not like it's just bolted to the ground. It's fucking, it's stuck there with a hydraulic engine mm-hmm. that needs the battery juice to open and close it. You mm-hmm. know? It's not like it's, yeah, he's... He rips it the fuck open, dude. And the daughter is down there all acting scared and shit. Oh, she I know. That was beautiful. He's like, Mom, Mom, where are you? And then he, he I, just... I, I can't do it, Mom. I can't do it, Mom. And then he pops out and she's like, gotcha. Boom, just fucking shoots him. <sighs> oh, it was fucking great. And, um... Yeah, and then it comes down to, uh, like, I can't remember who ends up attacking him, but something ends up happening to him. I think he gets shot again, and he ends up rolling downstairs where they are. Uh And then they start coming up the stairs, and, of course, Karen gets caught as they're going up the stairs. And and the granddaughter grabs the knife. Starts stabbing the shit out of fucking Michael's hand and shit, and his arm, and... Uh, getting them all stuck down there. And then as they get through the fucking uh, exit way, another fucking trap. Uh-huh. That fucking, and all the bars just come up and shit, and Michael can't get out. Uh-huh. And he's he's fucked. Uh-huh. And there's all these little contraptions set down there to start the place on fire. You know, at this point... And then that's when the daughter's like, it was never a yeah, prison. It was a, a trap. trap. And they basically had all these, like, you know, all these different... Um, heat points that all heated up at one point and the gas starts going and then Lori throws the fucking uh, the flare down there and just lights the whole fucking place on fire and okay so essentially this is the ending of the original Halloween 2 where Michael Myers gets shot up well his eyes get shot up and burned alive and then he gets burned alive and that's how the movie ends the movie ends with Michael Myers laying on the ground you can see the fire and flames coming out of his mask. You don't even get to see that in this movie. They just kind of escape Texas Chainsaw Massacre style. Mm-hmm. Get into the back of somebody's truck and take the fuck off. And the whole house... While the granddaughter's still holding the butcher knife. Yeah. Kind of giving you that inkling, or giving you the impression, could there be a sequel? So we may, I mean, we may see a sequel. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a sequel. And, um... That was the busiest Tuesday night we've ever been to. Fuck yeah. And I'll I'll say this too. They okay, so they don't have any If this thing makes two hundred million just in theater, yeah. They're definitely doing a fucking sequel. Yeah, they are. I mean 
but I'll say this too about the about the movie. Um, I love fucking uh, Carpenter's new score for the end credits. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't show any extra scenes at the end because obviously this isn't Marvel, so we're not gonna see that. But at the very end of the movie, you do hear Michael's heavy breathing. Really? At the very end, right after the credits, and that's all you got left with. <sighs> So it's like you get you get his Darth Vader thing at the end, and so that's just, that's the inkling that we may be getting another movie, maybe, mm -hmm. hopefully. And you know, I mean, to me, it's a good way to end it. I like the way they filmed it. I like the way it looked. I like the classicness. I like the death. I like the high death count. Oh yeah, the high death count was great. Uh, and you didn't necessarily get to see every death, but you did get to see the aftermath. Of yeah, it, and there's most tons, every death. and there were and like it and. You know, whether you go back and count how many times we said it or not, there were a lot of throwback moments in this film. A lot of throwback moments. Uh, whether they threw back to the originals. I mean, there was even a scene where there were kids running around with silver shamrock masks. I mean, that's how fucking far back they go with this. Uh, and then I think, what was it? Uh, there was a scene w where there was a Back to the Future fucking arcade machine, some or like a pinball machine. Pinball and, machine. Um, there was a lot of little, a lot of there was a lot of little touches here and there, little nuances that kind of. Oh, I did forget to mention our favorite, one of my favorite funny parts that mm -hmm. we didn't ever mention, was when the crash happened, and the kids going in to the to, to the bus, and he accidentally shoots the fucking doctor. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that could, that was almost like perfect foreshadowing. Yeah, this guy needs to die. Yeah, this guy needs to die. Because we're, we're like thinking, what the fuck are you doing, kid? <laughs> he almost did everybody a favor. No shit. Because had, in actuality, he, the doctor's the one who let Michael fucking out. And if that doctor hadn't lived, if he hadn't lived, would fucking Hawkins fucking ran into him? He'd be dead. He'd be dead. Yeah. Or he, not. Because he would... Because the doctor did say something about... Uh, I took a listen to it. He said, maybe they both live because the other one's living. Yeah. Maybe Michael will never die until Lori is dead. Maybe. Maybe. maybe it, and like, he had all these theories. He, especially when he was, he was in the car with the granddaughter. Mm. And if you listen to him, when like when he first met Lori, he was just like, oh yeah, he was a fanboy. Like, oh, total he, fanboy. Yeah, he was completely fanning out. Like, oh my God, I knew everything about you. <laughs> I know everything about that night. I know everything about Michael. Nah. Um, I know how every one of your friends died. Yeah. A little too excited. It's like, hey, calm down there. Lower the chubby. Lower the Lower chub. Lower the chub. <laughs> chill. His Turkish chub. <laughs> yeah. Chill, puppy cheeks. Chill. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you're actually paying attention to the doctor, you could tell he was going to turn. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even catch it until... No, not really, because no. first time you're watching it, you're just kind of trying to take in the whole thing. and Yeah, you're not even thinking about it until, until it happens. Then you add everything up, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, we should have saw this coming. The screensaver for this one should be the doctor standing up with the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find that shot somewhere in the thing, I'll, yeah. I'll, make, I'll make that the screen cap for this episode. <laughs> um, so what's our rating on this movie out of five? you were going to give this movie a score, five out of five, four out of five, three out of five. I'll give it four and a half stars like the original. 
I'd have to say I'd probably go about four stars. There's a few things about it that I'm still a little dense. You know, like, like a little, well, this is classic. Yeah, I, I felt this was this, a modern classic horror. Yeah, the, the thing that gets me is that I think the only reason why I'm only going to give it a four is that this has that this this has a lot of throwback moments, kind of like Star Wars Episode Seven mm-hmm. had a lot of throwback. Moments. Even though, like you know, this you really know. destroys some of my favorite fucking Halloweens. Yeah, but, but we can always think of it this way. So if you go back on our podcast, uh, if you listen to Gore Corner number eleven. Um, I have an episode that's purely dedicated to Michael Myers' timelines for the different series. I've established four solid timelines. The original timeline, which is one, two, four, five, and six. The secondary timeline, which is Rob Zombie's one and two. Um, the alternate universe timeline, which is... Um, like ha- which is basically uh, Halloween one, two, and three... And then the H2O timeline, which is one H2O and Resurrection. Mm-hmm. So, like, this movie kind of fits in a unique timeline all by itself, more of a fifth timeline. So you got one and then this one. Both named Halloween. Not to be, confu- not to be too confusing, but this is the third Halloween 2. <laughs> this is the third time you're getting a sequel. Um... And I only count I only count three into the series because three the silver shamrock thing, the the corporation almost feels like it's a part of the Santa Thorn thing. Oh yeah, just kinda almost, like a almost. Not not totally, but there there is a lot of like how there is a lot of Michael Myers in that movie without Michael Myers. Like all the fucking suits that walk around like Michael Myers and shit that fucking that what's that thrill me can't seem to kill <laughs> thrill me um a lot of john carpenter uh calls including a guy who looks like keith david um uh bringing back some of the classic characters which is cool um including the original michael myers um yeah it's like there's a lot of fun things about this movie but it's not my halloween too but it's still a good movie Still a really good movie. I would have preferred it for them to have it as a replacement for Halloween. Season of the Witch. And kept two. Yeah. That would have been nice. Like, Michael sh- has been incarcerated Cause you still, after, because yeah. they found his body after yeah. the burning and he was still alive. Yeah, and you still could have had the whole, the whole. That's th- why Four's beginning yeah. was good because he was still, you know, yeah. burned. Yeah. He was, he was they fall the more story. of a monster physically and mentally. Yeah. And so but I do like the fact that they always they always do the same thing. It's always like Michael Myers breaking out of Smith Grove. <laughs> you know, you can't they can't keep him in. This is the, the, this you know, should say something. They would check their security by now, you know? No, or give him the death penalty, something like, you know, keep him from leaving, you know, cuz he's yeah, just, somebody mentally unstable. He's the death penalty. And you can't convict somebody who doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's not like he's confessing to anything. He's not confessing. I mean, easily, all he has to do is this. Michael, did you kill those people? Is that a yes or a no? I think he's got asthma. Somebody get this man an inhaler. Some <laughs> beat her all, quick. 
All right, Michael, we're going to try this again. Did you kill those people? It's a cold-blooded serial killer, dude. He's just, like, completely and utterly crazy. Yeah. And they, they don't, when you're... They take pity on that in, in this world. They have for years. I mean, they've... Yeah, it's sad. Sad thing. All right, so... How would you rank this in your in your favorite Halloweens? Uh, my favorite Halloween... I, I'll put it... It's better than Resurrection. Yeah. It's better than H2O. Way better than H2O. It's better than Season of the Witch. Yep. It's better than The Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. But is it better than 1, 2, 4, or 5? Okay, I'll say this. Better than... Uh, it's better... I think it's... If I had to rate them, I would go 1, 2, 5, and this one. And then 4 after it. No, I'm different. Because like... And the 1, 2, 4, this one 5. 1, 2, 4, and this one 5? Mm-hmm. You still don't like the Tiff or the the Tina death. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I love Tina death. Oh my god! And I'm not even counting Rob Zombie's movies. If you, but it could, and truthfully, I could go one, you, two, four, five. This one. I yeah. Mean, it, yeah. Because if you count Zombies movies, I really like Zombies movies. I didn't like the second one. H two was like did not need to happen. I love the beginning of H two and the and the the well, mock. No, truthfully, I'd probably go the mock hospital where Laurie's dreaming. I love that scene. I'd go one, two, four, this one, zombie five. Or zombie's first one, not the second one. Yeah, I'd be a little different because I like five better than four. Like that, so, that zombie one was great. Yeah. It was great because the just to see him as a child. Original. Well, uh, yeah. And, and when he killed fucking kick ass. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. He told he took that motherfucker out. Just beat the shit up just beat him to death with a fucking log. Uh huh. Like, motherfucker, I will end you. And then seeing the mother kill herself, and that was probably one of best Rob, Rob's wife's best roles, I still think, was probably. Halloween One Mother. Yeah. That, that showed her range more than any other character she's ever had. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I, I love that one. Just, like, when her, him and Lori go off the top of the balcony and fucking eat shit and she's got bones coming out and she oh, fucking I know. She's, blows his head off and screams. The and, fact she's all standing there and he gores her out the window <laughs> or off the balcony. That was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. He, and that was Tyler Maine. And, like, she was crawling through the ceiling and he's like, taking out the ceiling. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you can go so many different ways on which one you think are best, but you could put Okay, one and two can't change. No. And four. But yeah. with when at five and Halloween and this one, you, you can interchange them. Like, you can really go, and you're not going to be wrong. No. Because it's really. just what you prefer. You exactly, yeah. I, I got you, you, Even up to the release of this movie, I've been watching a lot of videos on like why people think Halloween 2 shouldn't have existed. It's like, fuck you, it shouldn't have existed. It was a good movie. Um, I think I even heard... Even on this, uh, ep- uh, the second episode of Slashers uh, with e- e- Eli Roth's um, uh, History of Horror, mm-hmm. somebody even bitched about Michael Myers having a sister in that movie. Uh, it was um, Quentin Tarantino bitched about Michael Myers, you know, having a sister. Like, that's fucking, re- that's ludicrous. How, how does that happen? How does he fucking know? You know, it's like, 
And I, he, he's trying to put too much logic into it, and it fucking kills me. It's like, fuck mm. you, Quentin Tarantino. I don't, I don't like you. <laughs> I, I, I don't like you. I've never liked you. <laughs> you know, I like, like two of your movies, and that's it. Or, no, three. I like Hateful Eight. <laughs> so, I was like, he's an- over-analyzing everything. How does he know that she has a sister? And- really? Because if you watch Rob's version, <laughs> yeah, he was kind of there. <laughs> yeah, he was. That was his baby sister. Well, and if we're doing it nowadays, he's just got to Google it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Google it. You can find anything on Google. Like if Jason went on Google, even though he's been in you know incarcerated for forty years, but I'm pretty sure they fucking gave him access to computers, you know. Oh, Michael Myers. Yeah, the yeah. Could you imagine? Um, could you imagine fucking Michael Myers on Google and shit? And he looks up the fucking, uh, like he looks up the you know the hereditary fucking uh, website and shit, and sends in his blood to get get it matched and see what he is, you know, and who he's related to and shit. He's like, I'll find everybody, man. I'm going to take them all out. That's probably how we found his fucking, his niece in Halloween 6. <laughs> That's probably how we found her. He's like, well, I mean, other than the the, the cult of Thorn leading them. Well, Halloween them. 4, remember that shit? Yeah. Where she was like, I don't know if it was in the dream, but the ambulance was out front of her house. Yeah. It's fucking psycho. It's like, how the fuck did he get there? <laughs> Actually, uh, ambulances had the computers in the front. Oh, that's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, he might have... There's so many ways you can go with that shit. Fuck yeah. I mean, even Chucky used a computer to find Andy Barkley in part three. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) All right, so we'll leave you with that. Um, We like the new Halloween. If you don't, suck it. Anyway, follow us on social media. We're everywhere. Even on Instagram now. We're on fucking Instagram. I'm going to be posting something about this today. Uh, And you'll... And, of course... You'll be seeing this episode on Halloween Day. If you're listening to it right now. Happy fucking Halloween, people. Hopefully you're enjoying the horror marathons. Hopefully. Yeah, we can only hope. AMC has a bunch of them. Shudder, you know, all the streaming services have a ton of fucking horror. Old school stuff, new school stuff. So much for everybody to enjoy. Just watch all the fucking carnage and sleep happy tonight. (laughs) Exactly. Even if you have to work. Don't eat too much candy. Fuck no. Steal all your kids' candy if you got kids. No, you just buy a bunch of Reese's, turn out the lights, and have a fun fucking night. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, jerk off the new Deadpool porn. Uh, Jessica Drake is Deadpool. Come on. That's pretty hot. Yeah, that is. All right, so. (laughs) Stay classy, people. Enjoy. Have fun, these guys. Go watch Halloween. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.